0: This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station.
1: It is BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Welcome to Enterprise Biz Bytes. I'm Rich Bradbury. It is Thursday, the 2nd of November, 12.06 here. So um, here's a thought-provoking episode on today's show and a pretty controversial topic. Branding, marketing and corporate communications are key components to all companies, whether or not they're large or small. And here's a bit of context. Recently, as some of you may have heard, a local pharmacy has received plenty of backlash from netizens on a controversial ad. And we've seen these kind of controversial ads happen before, whether it's uh, Kendall Jenner's Pepsi or uh, another uh, pharmacy's uh, Legenda Chonraya campaign, which were also criticized Sized and labeled racist by netizens when they were released back in 2017. Now, we've all seen these ads that raise eyebrows, they stir emotions, and they even spark outrage. They try to push boundaries, challenge societal norms, and sometimes they cross the line. But what happens when advertisers find themselves in the eye of a storm? In an era when the public is bombarded with messages from all sides, where truth and authenticity can be lost in that noise, it's more critical than ever for businesses to engage in ethical advertising and marketing practices. So, today, here on BizBytes... We're going to be exploring the importance of ethical advertising and marketing for SMEs, as well as what's the balance between promoting inclusivity and responsible advertising that SMEs should practice when producing marketing collaterals. If you've got any thoughts, you can send us your message via our U-Mobile WhatsApp number to 018-789-8899, or you can get us on X at BFM Radio. Here in the studio with me today is Richard Kerr, the Chief storyteller at Richard Kerr. Digital. Richard, welcome to the show. Hi, Richard. Another Richard. Indeed. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. It's been a while since I've had you here in the studio. How, are you, how have you been?
0: Uh, very blessed, actually. Um, business is well, uh-huh. uh, growing slowly but surely. Good. Yes, so hopefully uh, we get to have an interesting conversation I'm today. sure
1: we will. I'm going to pick your brains. Uh, so, obviously, this uh, recent... Um, Pharmacies controversial mm-hmm. ad. It's not the yeah. first time we've had an issue with it. Um, how significant do you think this form of advertising can affect a brand's image, considering that this is not the first time a company's produced race-based ads here mm-hmm. in Malaysia?
0: Um, for me, I always like to empathise a situation, right? Mm. Um, I think for, in many cases, that the things that we have seen or watched on social media, for example, it could be caused by the lack of awareness. Mm. And the lack of awareness is actually a very critical problem, actually for many businesses. Mm -hmm. And from my um, dealing with a lot of entrepreneurs, business owners, I have encountered many of them who do not have that kind of awareness. So by being empathetic in this situation, I believe they probably... Did not anticipate uh, that this would happen, mm. but of course, there's also another side of the story. Uh, for for some of them, maybe it is what they want it to, to happen. happen, right? Right? They,
1: they want it to go "quote unquote" viral, viral. Yeah. Right.
0: But if you're looking at the big picture, if you run a business, you're not running a business that will just run for five to ten years. Mm. You have to look at this for decades, mm, right? Mm. And if you want to. Build a, gra- a great brand. You need to look at that, not mm. just a very for a very short term gain. Mm. So, so this is for something that companies need to think about.
1: That that issue though of, of, <clears throat> of awareness, mm-hmm. you know, particularly when it, it's not the first time we've seen this. Yes, I, I feel sometimes as though it, it, it's almost like an excuse that some mm-hmm. SMEs and some companies we yeah. oh we didn't know we didn't realize yeah. you know, whatever, mm-hmm. but but they probably did, and that's what I think why there's been so much backlash. What do you think to that?
0: I mean, believe there could be many reasons, right? Um, I know some companies, um, they probably do not have uh, the right amount of diversity in the company. Right. Right, and, yeah. and of course, this gives them sort of like a narrow vision mm-hmm. of what's actually happening out there.
1: They're in their own little bubble, right? Little
0: bubble, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know the situation, right? As I said, I'm trying to empathize here. Mm-hmm. But... I have seen instances where, you know, when companies, they only have, you know, they have lack of diversity. So when something like this, right, when, for example, they want to publish something on so- social media or publication or whatever, in their own comfort, they might feel, all right, this is fine, this is funny, but they sometimes maybe they're rushing or something and they just, you know, just go ahead mm. without taking into consideration of other people's views. Mm. So that is why I believe having that diversity in the company is also extremely important. Mm. No, I mm. agree
1: with you. Yep. Now, uh, let's move on. And Can you tell me um, the role that ethical advertising plays in, in a branding strategy for SMEs? How can they differentiate themselves from companies involved in such mm. controversies?
0: So, <clears throat> if you look at some of the biggest brands out there, like, say, for example, Apple, Nike, Airbnb, mm. they need, to have their brand story, right? The brand story is actually Mm. very important Mm. because when you have a brand story, this actually ties your company to your your values and core values, right? So I think for many companies, they need to uh, somewhat have that brand story so that they know how to navigate themselves, especially in the social media. A space or in the digital space right because brand story essentially it's about your business who you are what is your purpose uh, in this world or, or for the community or for the for the country for example who are your partners who are your clients when you have this clarity you can say that you're actually keeping yourself safe from all of these potential troubles so Companies which do not have their own brand story, do not know their purpose, they'll be actually, they're gonna have this this kind of risk. Mm. And I have encountered many companies which do not have their own brand story.
1: Yep. I mean, if, if we, just a, a couple of the ones that mm. you've, you've mentioned there, you, you speak about uh, Apple, for example. Yes. We know the story. They started off in a garage and, it, right. you know, and they worked their way from nothing to something. Yes. Nike, a very similar thing. Uh, Correct. Phil was uh, taking out his yes. shoes in the back of his car. Exactly, yes. Humble beginnings. Humble right? beginnings, yes. And I think that... Even though Apple are as big as they are mm-hmm. now, you still feel an element of that to some of their marketing companies.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it's like, as I said, right, um, a lot of the companies actually right here in Malaysia, they are very competitor
1: centric, Right.
0: which I believe doesn't bring a lot of value in terms of you want to build uh, economies, right? Mm. You need to be able to create valuable companies mm. and valuable companies, they have their brand story. Mm. So so, I guess uh, in this instance, right, like for companies which do not have it, so they just simply, all right, brand store is basically, it's still like a guideline, yeah, right? So, yeah. for example, if you approach a marketing agency or, or, for example, or an influencer to do it, they need to read that and mm. to understand what is your company mm. is all about. So I guess maybe for some companies which do not have this, they say, okay, please create an advertisement for me, make it funny, mm. or then probably... They just did it that way, and I've seen that as yeah, well, and I've heard right, that, and yeah.
1: it often is disastrous. Disastrous, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, from a, from a kind of corporate standpoint, let's look at it from there. Yeah, what role does like um, I, I guess the quality assurance mm-hmm. team? Let's call them that. The quality yes. assurance team play prior to releasing an advertising or mm-hmm. marketing campaign, so. Is there even a, a quality assurance person or team within these advertising companies sometimes mm-hmm. and whose responsibility is it I guess to ensure the code of conduct is adhered to
0: yeah I think I guess there are multiple ways to look at this um, especially if you look at for small and medium enterprises right I think for some, let's say, let's start with a with a startup for example uh, startups they are probably um, going to do a lot of things as normally a a tech founder, right? Mm. They technically, they are the chief everything officer. So Mm. meaning they have to do operations, they have to do sales, uh, PR and marketing and everything, Uh, which is great because Mm. that actually opens up the mind of that founder to be able to manage multiple things and of course uh, um, navigate through the businesses, right? But eventually as the business grow, as the business grow, in order for the business to be, uh, to be able to be scaled uh, bigger, right? This is when the founders need to hire the right people, people who have already done it, mm. right? I think that is very important. Mm, mm. So, with that person, you know, you know, as a business owner, you're going to be busy with many things, but you don't have the time to look into the details so having the right person whether whether we want to call it a pr person a commerce person or quality assurance doesn't matter but as long as the person is experienced enough has done it before um well aware of these kind of situations i think it would actually help Mm -hmm, a lot mm
1: -hmm. it will help and you've got to be able to trust that person with and that person has to know as you said Mm -hmm. your brand story as well they have to be well aware of this so that they aren't misstepping and misfiring.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because as I said, right, a lot of business owners, mm. when they focus too much on the operations, for example, then they, te- they tend to overlook this, yeah. uh, which I'm, I would call it's a very important thing. It's a, it's actually very critical for the business. Mm. So that is why the reason that they have to hire people who have done it, mm-hmm. right? And to really guide, at least the business owner, to mm to be able to see this in a big picture to make sure that nothing like this would ever happen because it's just, it's just going to affect you, right? Whether it's a right. short-term or long-term, it will. Exactly, yes. I mean, and,
1: and that, I, I want to move on to that now but just before we take a break because mm-hmm. if you don't look into it properly, you're going to end up hiring a crisis team to mm-hmm. manage your crisis yes. and look at some of the other potential ripple effects that you know could affect the, the company's image. Mm-hmm. So how should SMEs adapt their marketing strategies to address this issue? Is, is it just a, a marketing or is it a, a communic- communications issue in the first place, do you think?
0: I believe right in any business especially business owners yeah <clears throat> they need to have clarity with clarity then you can communicate clearly mm. i think that is actually very critical so if you can communicate cl- uh, clearly you can run any marketing campaigns you can run any sales campaign for example so it is always about communications you mean, you mean- On social media, right, whatever you post, the video that you post, the static post that you create, your copywriting, Mm. everything is about communications. Mm -hmm. So if you don't get that right, yes, then you're going to be really in trouble.
1: All right. right. Hold that thought, Richard. Um, I'm in the studio with another Richard. It is Richard <laughs> Kerr, of course, uh, the chief storyteller at uh, Richard Kerr Digital. Um, we have some messages. We'll get to those in just a couple of minutes. Uh, but if you do want to contribute, 18 is our U-Mobile WhatsApp number. You can get us on X. We're at BFM Radio. We're taking a short break right now. We do have some music coming up from Suede with Obsessions. We'll be right back here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Bulldozing fine measures. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. That was swayed, of course, with obsessions. This is Enterprise Biz Bytes. I'm Rich Bradbury. Uh, a bit of a controversial topic today for some. We're talking about uh, branding, marketing and corporate comms. Uh, as we know, recently, a local pharmacy has received plenty of backlash from netizens on a controversial ad. And just to kind of add to that, we had a message during the break from OSK who said, I wish all Malaysians would be braver to call out and fight blatant, pathetic, explicit racism, not just wait for reactions by an affected community. We need to take strong collective stance against all forms of discrimination, whether it's housing, rentals, hiring. This needs to be called out and dealt with. It's 2023. Yeah, you know, I think there's a quite a lot of people out there that do agree with you, of course. Here in the studio with me right now is Richard Kerr, the chief storyteller at Richard Kerr Digital. Uh, Richard, thanks for uh, sticking with us. Of course. Now... Um, On that note, um, and we've kind of briefly touched on it at the top of the show, diversity Mm -hmm. and inclusion. Yes. It's certainly an important consideration when you're crafting marketing campaigns. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess what strategies should SMEs employ to foster that in their advertising while maintaining their own strong brand identity and staying competitive in their respective markets?
0: Okay, there's so many ways to do this, right? Because there's, um, if, you, if you just go on Google, try to find this kind of information, it's available everywhere. Mm. But I think um, for many businesses, they need to think about how to make it simple. Because the thing is, for many companies or business owners, they tend to overcomplicate things. And that is why I believe I exist today, at least my business, because I want to simplify mm. um, how businesses communicate, especially mm. on social media, mm. right? Um, so there are so many ways to do this. For example, um, of course, if your company is big enough, or you have the budget to hire people, first you need to be able to hire people who have done it, as I, as I mentioned earlier. And I think, uh, secondly, as well, uh, maybe they if the the business is bigger, have bigger budget, of course, you want to hire a proper PR agency or so comms agencies, and a lot of the agencies that do exist today, they do multiple things, mm. not just focus on uh, crisis management, they also like do end to end and of course, they are not affordable, sometimes are very very costly uh, so but because we live in this age where a lot of people are you know, trying to do their own things, right? And there are a lot of people in this industry who are able to deliver the same things Mm. for these companies. Mm. So it is a matter of having an open mind, um, raise your awareness and of course, talk to people, Mm. right? Like to get these people to be in your ecosystem, because Mm. I think this is very critical because if you look at today's age, when when you work in your industry, you're gonna be inside that tunnel where you're just gonna miss out a lot of opportunities. Because if you look at some of the biggest brands out there, like for example, Adidas, Adidas, Mm. right? Adidas works with Lego. These are like totally two different industries, but then they open up to to two different audiences, sets of audiences, which actually help to grow their brand. Mm. So what I'm trying to say here is do not work in silos. Right, do not work in silos, and you must have an open mind, and always have that awareness about what's happening on social media, because
1: the bigger, broader, the picture. bigger,
0: broader picture. Because as you know, we live in the attention economy, mm. and the attention today is social media. Mm,
1: mm. Right. Uh, we're in that cancel culture as well. Mm-hmm. We're in that period. Yep. I, for me though, mm. the, the, there has been times when I have felt that um, Malaysian brands and Malaysian companies. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do live in a very, here in Malaysia in a very diverse, yeah. you know, uh, uh, culture, uh, sorry, uh, society. Yes. And mm-hmm. I, I feel that sometimes they do inclusion and diversity just mm-hmm. for the sake of doing di- di- uh, diversity and inclusion. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you know what I mean, Richard. Yes. You, you see an advertisement and there'll be a Malay person in there, there'll be a Chinese person in it and yeah. there'll be an Indian person in there. And it yes. feels like they're just doing it for the sake of just doing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You know, that for me feels a bit too forced.
0: I think there's an evolution to that, right? Mm. Because if you look 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you would see a poster of three races, right? right? But today, because of what's happening in Sabah and Sarawak, actually, I'm actually from Sabah, yeah, right? Yeah, I know. Now they are including the two other races, the, the, like the, the Kadazan and the Iban. And so mm. now you have like five people on right. those posters. Again, this goes back to what I said about having that self awareness right self awareness is about learning many things it's about opening up your mind that malaysia is a country with a long history it is you know we've have had the form- formation of malaysia since uh, 1963 right so it's been it's been some time so to be able to have that self awareness and to learn what is the history um it is actually an uh, an evolution yeah. right it is not about Trying to force onto somebody, but of course, this is also, you know, you are trying to educate people around you as well that we have to be inclusive, right? Mm, mm. So, so it will take time. It will take time, and of course, although some some of us feel, felt that it is somewhat forced, but I think based on my engagement with many people, people are actually very nice to each other. Yeah, in a sense, right? In yeah. a sense, because as you know. Um, Good news travels fast. Bad news travels faster, yeah. right? That's <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. So you know this this tends to happen because there are a lot of stories, you know, uh, diversity that is actually happening around the workplace mm. that people do not normally talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have seen that even f- my company, right? We are actually quite diverse. Mm. Um, so so and because. We feel that it's a second nature. We don't have the, you know, to want to to share that share that out. But I think there are many many companies out there. They are actually practicing the same. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Now, as you mentioned, you know, we we do live in an attention economy, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, social media, of course, often amplifies public outrage. Right. How can uh, brands and SMEs effectively manage their online reputation? when they come to a a a crisis like this Mm -hmm. you know how do they fix it how do they put the fires out
0: Um, okay first of all of course um, as i mentioned earlier it's better to prevent it from happening right Um, you don't want something to already break or broken Mm. then you want to try to fix it Mm. that is much much harder so it goes back again to when i said earlier about understand your company your purpose And knowing your why for for a company, right? That is actually everything. Because I'm not sure if you heard of uh, Simon Sinek. Simon Sinek, in his book, he talks, in his book called Start With Why, he talks about uh, this concept called the golden circle. So this golden circle, basically, it's uh, three sets of circles. In the middle is why. Um, In the outer layer, it's how. And the outermost layer is what for many people and many companies, they know what they do. They know how they do it, but not many people know why they do it. Mm. So even as an example, as a normal citizen on the streets, right? When they get hired to a company, they get hired to a company, You know, they are given a job description. So this is your job, okay? This is what you're supposed to do. This is how you do it. But rarely they say, We exist because of this, because we want to change the community and society. Mm -hmm. So knowing that purpose, right, I think it is very, very important. That is the most basic level that I would encourage companies to understand first, to know first. Because when you have that kind of clarity, whatever you want to do in business, whether it's your marketing, your sales, it is much clearer, it is much easier to execute. Mm -hmm.
1: Just before we take a break though, Mm -hmm. do you think it's important that when they are in this situation, that having a crisis comms mm-hmm. dedicated team yeah. is important. I think
0: it is important for people who know how to do it because you have seen, or probably I have, everyone has seen, right? Companies even they have their own crisis team. Crisis team, um, they're not even able to execute it well. Right? You know, they, something happened, and then they publish a statement, and then the statement has a lot of grammar mistakes there's a lot of um, lack of clarity yeah. in terms of the whole situation. So it's not just about um, hiring that someone or hiring that team. You need to be able to really understand the whole context of it mm-hmm. and how do you see it from a big, bigger picture. Because you know when I have seen right, like some of the press statements that came out from companies who are in controversies, people will scrutinize everything. Right, especially on social media they will pinpoint e- even up to up, uh, up to the uh, uh, grammar mistakes and, and whatever it is and and because in the social media space right or in the digital space everything is exponential it is not like 30 or 40 years mm. ago where it's everything one on one people have clar- I mean, people have visibility of what's going on on the ground mm. and Everybody can just share it, and like especially you're just putting uh, the uh, petrol to the fire, right? It's just gonna get bigger. So I mean, maybe,
1: even the way in which the message is delivered. I mean, yes. we we saw. Uh it, it, not necessarily controversial, mm-hmm. but uh, the, the previous government issuing press statements via PDF yeah. and not getting up and doing a you know a press conference kind yeah, of thing exactly. that doesn't help you mm-hmm. know especially when you've got people sat at home panicking about things yeah. you know and that kind of communication just seems yeah. a little off.
0: Yeah, as I said, it goes to the clarity. Mm. Like if you have the clarity, you know what you're supposed to communicate, mm-hmm. and to have that, it takes experience. Mm. You need to be able to work with people as I said, who have done it, who have gone through those struggles, yeah. right, right? So that's very, very important.
1: Okay, we're going to take another short break. I've got uh, two or three <laughs> more questions left for Richard before we uh, kick off for the day. Don't go anywhere, though. If you do have any uh, questions, uh, get us via our U-Mobile WhatsApp number, zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Of course, we are on X as well. That's at BFM Radio. We'll be back after some messages and a little bit of Peter Frampton with Show Me The Way here on BFM 89.9. Bring forth Moolah, BFM 89.9. Welcome back to Enterprise Biz Bytes. My name is Rich Bradbury. Of course, I'm in the studio with this man. His name is? Richard Kerr. And where is he from? From Richard Kerr Digital. <laughs> he is indeed. <laughs> We're having a discussion today about, um, I, I guess we, we've spoken a little bit about things like... Um, it's it's a, the controversial ad kind mm-hmm. of kicked off this conversation, didn't it? And ethical advertising, I guess, is what yeah. we're looking at more than anything. Before the break, we were taking about, mm. um, we were talking about rather inclusivity within the advertising environment. But I, I want to talk mm. about what steps can SMEs take to create a more inclusive advertising environment, mm-hmm. both within their companies and I, I guess within the broader mm. industry.
0: Mm. Yeah, so we did mention uh, briefly just now about the importance of diversity, mm. right? I think for many companies out there, um, they have to think about how to enhance, firstly, enhance their, their brand story and by you know, hiring people of diverse backgrounds. Mm. Because I believe if you have a diverse background in your company, it is good for the culture, but also at the same time, it will promote more creativity, more innovation, and somewhat will actually help increase the brand value of your company as yeah. well. Yeah. So I think for many businesses, right, they, they think, okay, we're going to launch a business because we want to make money. Mm. I think that is actually a default statement for any companies. All companies want to make money. But what makes you different from all other companies out there? Mm. So firstly, you need to hire people of various backgrounds and races. I think that's actually very important. And and of course, at the same time as well, business owners need to be able to, to keep up with the change in the digital space because for many of the technical founders out there or tech startups, right? They're very much product centric and they tend to forget that they basically work with humans, right? If you wanna grow your company, It's not so much about your product anymore. It is about managing people.
1: Yeah, people, yeah. People.
0: It is always about people Mm. eventually, right? Mm. So to be able to have that kind of mindset is actually very important. And of course, we talk about social media. It is where the attention is today. Business owners, they must also be open to receive feedback, input and feedback from everyone. Mm. I think that is actually very important because... Mm. I have met some some business owners, right? They think, okay, I built a great business, but they think they already know everything. But if you think about Jeff Bezos from Amazon, right? Mm. What is their tagline or mantra at Amazon? It is always day one at Amazon. Mm. So having that beginner's mindset, it is very very important mm. because you have to admit that. You do not know everything in this world, especially in the Malaysian context, right? You know, you feel that okay, we live in a multicultural society, but again, there's always different nuances and and those kind of things that you need to be aware of. Mm. Just one easy example, right? As a Sabahan, sometimes when you travel around between KL and KK, for example, and then you you arrive, um, you arrive in KL, and then say they would ask you, "Hey, where where are you from?" I said, "I'm from Sabah," and they would say, "Oh, welcome to Malaysia." right so even we have those kind of right. you know up to that level right yeah. so having that self-awareness to educate yourself and of course we do have the responsibilities to to educate people, others as well mm. and what other means better than you know what are the tools that are much better than the traditional tools are actually social media
1: right now whilst i agree with you on that mm. the the problem with social media that i've seen yes it is, is that it, it does open you up to be a target right? right? Be- because you know, whether or not you're a public figure, yeah. particularly if you're a brand or something, mm-hmm. and there is a sense of anonymity with social media mm-hmm. yeah. where people think they have the right, right. to be able to be controversial right. and to um, not necessarily attack, yeah. but they, they have that… Digital wall between yes, you right? Great. And I, you've seen this, and I've seen this. You know, yes. what, what's your kind of reaction? And, and you say, you know, you've got to be open to criticism. You've got to be open to feedback. Feedback, yes. What happens though when you you receive that email or you receive that um, tweet or you mm-hmm. receive, you know, and it it suddenly feels as though you're being devalued. It suddenly feels as though you're being personally attacked. Yeah. And it might just be one tweet. It mm-hmm. might just be one one message. You will see brands react to yeah. one or two messages. Mm-hmm. That's, in my mind, I don't see that as being the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. What, what's your opinion? It's okay,
0: we talked about value and core values, yeah. right? Because if you are building a great company, you need to have good values and core values. Mm. So if you believe these core values are actually affecting, not just your company, but also the community around you, you have helped improve people's lives. I think this is actually very, very, very powerful thing. Mm. So of course, we live in a, in a digital world, a digital world where you know, people sometimes want to be anonymous. They want to attract attention. So they will just throw in making issue out of something, mm. right, for mm. example. So if I believe whatever I do, it still ties to my core values and, you know, my values and core values. Those people who are just trying to make an issue out of something, I think it doesn't matter too much to me. They just become noise. They just become noise, Mm. right? Because people who believe in your values and your core values, they will stick to you, Mm. right? They will back you up. And I have seen this even on my social media posts. When I was trying to highlight some of Malaysia's success stories, right? There's always... Few people that would just you know jump in and then criticize and just trying to find issue out of it. I mean, if you want to find issue, we will find issue. But if you want to look at the positive side, you will see the positive side. So, so as long as it doesn't affect the the values and core values, it is okay. For and you.
1: that's why, as you said, it's so important to have that brand story because yes. that is what ties you down, brings your feet onto exactly. the floor. Yes, yes. Yeah. So. Okay.
0: So when things get messy, right? So you just have to think about. This one-off thing, does it tie to the whole big picture and the mm. contribution that mm. I have done before, mm. right? So so you have to need to know to make that kind of comparison.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, final question just to wrap up. Right. Um, can you highlight, I guess, some of the best practices and guidelines um, that SMEs can implement mm. um, mm-hmm. when they look at stuff like um, partnerships, potential conflicts, corporate sponsors? Because you will often find, like you mentioned earlier on, right adidas and, and lego, lego didn't yeah. seem to be like a, a match made in heaven <laughs> exactly you know but it worked it works know? yes you, you see adidas uh, lego shoes and yes exactly they look very cool you and know?
0: and sonos and ikea so yeah, if you exactly. go to IKEA, it's like
1: they're the, like two opposite yeah. ends exactly. of the spectrum right. Right. right when companies are looking for um partnerships mm-hmm. they the the i guess brand stories might not Hundred percent necessarily <clears throat> align. Right? What is it that you you think helps bring them together? Mm.
0: It's just like when you date somebody, right? Mm. When you date somebody, you need to have that chemistry. Mm. I think the chemistry is actually very important. this chemi- chemistry can tie to the values again, the core values and values. And what do you believe in? Um, so even even though your company might be from a totally different industry, but If you have met the founder from, say, for example, from Adidas or for Lego, for for instance, right? Totally different industries, but you feel that you are connected in some ways. You feel that you are making contribution to the society Mm -hmm. around you. Mm -hmm. So I think that is actually a good indicator that you need to be able to partner up with those kind of companies. And especially when I said about when you start a business, you are building it long term. It is not a sh- for short term businesses unless mm. if you're a, a s- trying to scam somebody, right? Yeah, but I think that's the whole point. That is very, very important to be able to, to have a shared values. Mm. And, and, and I think in today's context, as I said, do not focus on your industry alone. Talk to people. Go for networking, right? Go for networking sessions, talk to people from different industries, know what's happening out there on social media and also trying to be really, really sensitive about also what's going on. Mm. I think in the long run, that would actually pay off, mm. right? And if you're building a company that will last for decades, like many of the Western companies, yeah, I think, I think Malaysia can em- emulate that, especially Malaysian businesses. Mm.
1: Richard, thank you very much for your time today.
0: Right. Likewise, have a great day.
1: I will do. Folks, I've been here in the studio, of course, with Richard Kerr. He's the chief storyteller at Richard Kerr Digital. If you missed any part of this conversation, you can catch the podcast on our website at bfm.my or download the BFM app. We're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and other podcast players. Just search for Enterprise Biz Bytes and uh, don't go anywhere because coming up after the one o'clock news, of course, it is the Breakfast Grill replay. Chan Brothers is one of the largest travel agencies in Singapore and has remained private despite earning of 200 million Singapore dollars. The executive director, Chloe Chan, uh, spoke uh, with The Breakfast Grill this morning about if travel has recovered to pre-pandemic levels, the demand for bespoke travel, and legacy plans for this family business. That's all coming up just after the one o'clock news. Of course, we have some music to take us up there. We've got The Smiths with Ask here on Enterprise Biz Bytes on BFM 89.9.